Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I see you, Bishop. Hold on one second. Let me unmute you. Can you hear me okay? Hi, God bless you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Just fine. How are you doing? I'm well. My apologies for being late uh, tonight. I was getting the kids situated. They ate dinner and... Uh, Sean, he was rehearsing his message uh, with us while I was sitting being a part of the audience. And I'm like, I have somewhere to be. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he was just finishing up, so 
I apologize for that. No worries. No worries at all. You know, uh, y'all allowed to be late. I think we done been late twice so far. So y'all stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, anyways, you doing all right? You having a good week? Yes, I am. Um, I like to say I'm having a productive week. My apologies. Oh, my goodness. This is my headset. It's crazy. But, yes, I was able to do a lot of running around and uh, get some things done, so I feel like I had a productive week, so everything is going well. <laughs> All right, good, good. Um, I got your email. Okay. And um, the, I looked at the, I believe it's nine. Let me count them again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine chapters. It doesn't have to be. I could always spill over into uh, something else, but these were just different things when I was writing over the years. Mm-hmm. And one night when I was up, of course, I was just writing them down. So uh, it could be could be those. Some could be taken away. Some can go into another book. So it's not necessarily that they have to be uh, within this book. Well, I mean, we can use them. I think, you know, they're great chapter titles, and I think that they bring, you know, um, they're going to bring in the idea of what an overcomer actually is and what an overcomer is going to have to go through. You're going to have to overcome some things. But, um, you know, as you keep going, we can add. And then if you decide, listen, there's one particular part of the book is a whole other book within itself, then that's just what it is. A lot of times that happens. Um, But I like the way, you know, you said that you wanted these to be the chapters incorporated in the book. So I think um, we should just do that. Um, Parting ways, you know, we can talk about parting ways with people, places, and things, and, you know, I mean, my goodness, that's the hardest part for an overcomer, <laughs> in, in my opinion, letting go. Hey, no, absolutely, absolutely, um, especially because when you have, when you talk about experiences and people, places, and things, and sometimes you acquire things throughout the year, so I think about the rich young ruler, <laughs> when he's like, I could give up this, that, and the other. Or I kept the laws, I kept the statutes, I kept the commandments. But when Jesus said, okay, go and sell everything that you had, they're like, hold on. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've acquired different things throughout the year, so you want me to get rid of A, B, and C? And it becomes difficult. So I definitely had to go through that process um, and just to share. And I think you may have read this. One thing about me um, and I've always said this, when it comes to giving a testimony, I don't, I don't do it for an informational purpose. Um, mm-hmm. There always has to be a purpose behind me sharing anything, not that I'm afraid that what I speak can be uh, spoken in the wrong context. It's not even about that. I just believe that you should be able to edify or you should be able to build up. It's not just me sharing with you for no reason, you be known, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> I remember being in a relationship, and I share this with the powerful all the time. We know the ins and outs of each other. Of course, there are 
things that you just go through life. And you're like, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. not as if we keep secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was sharing with him, I said, there was a time, of course, just being in a relationship, and many people may know, of course, as I talked to you on the last conversation, not that I would sling names here or there, because, again, uh, this is my story, and no one really wants to be dragged into somebody else's story. Um, but you may have known I was in a relationship with Mr. Love, <laughs> Jeffrey Love the Barber, uh, oh. for... Yeah, we were engaged. We <laughs> we were together for a minute. Um, Wait, which love? Jeffrey Love? Alvin. Yes, Alvin Calhoun. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I did not know that. Okay. Yes, um, since I would think I was 16 and we parted ways when I was 23, 24. Um, we live together and all. <laughs> so um, I like to say as far as with he and I, the relationship was over a year before. I would think I was in a relationship two years after it was over. <laughs> and people look at me like, what? I said, because I wasn't over it. You still try to hold on. You have a false hope, okay, things are going to change. And But God was just like, this is not the person that I have for you. But we were on a road, like I said. We were like, okay, our future. We were looking, okay, we will get married. He proposed. He gave me a ring. I mean, I still have it. But and when I, I'll share that with you <laughs> later. Um, okay. But it was so hard for me to part ways with that. This is someone I like to say from a very – crucial time in my life, a lot of things that I experienced that he uh, was privy to, and he helped me get through different things, even with my automobile accident. We were not yet, uh, we were not, I would like to say, together uh, living with one another because he just moved into his apartment, and I helped him pick it out, and even the the core in his home. We were still friends, if you will. But when I got into my accident, one thing that he did, and I share this with Apostle, I will never forget this moment mm-hmm. because I felt, when I say ugly, and I'm going to just put it just like that, mm-hmm. I did not feel beautiful whatsoever. I told you I bit a hole through my lip, had to have plastic surgery. I think I just looked a horrible mess. Mm-hmm. That night, of course, you know, I'm for sure someone reached out to him. It was probably about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Of course, he was right there. He came. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't together, like I said, but he leaned in and he kissed me on my lips. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm, I was like Jimmy Walker. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was those uh, just special moments, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so... I was holding on to a false hope, meaning, you know how people give you mixed messages. I I don't know how to read this. Um, I knew I was saved. I knew he wasn't. But then it came to a point, (laughs) this is crazy. I I hate to say it as an adult. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally dressed him as a grown man with his socks on, his pants, his shirt. Like, you don't come to church with me. He came to church. 
He was like the Christ. Okay, but he went once, and that was the only time he went. Oh, okay. But after all of that, he still asked me to marry you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, I said yes. But when I said yes and I took a ride, I'll never forget, I had rode um, to the church that I was attending at that time, and a couple of the young ladies was standing outside, and I had this ring on. I'm all beaming. I'm happy. And just smiling like, oh, my God, you know, I've been waiting for this for so long. Mm-hmm. Get in the car, and it was in the evening at this point. I remember I was parked in front of um, the residence that I was living at the time, and I had made a U-turn to go in the opposite direction. I went through the light, and I heard the voice of God clear as day. Give the ring back. <laughs> I said, I said <laughs> to God, audibly, not in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said it loud and clear. I said, God, no. I said, you know how long I've been waiting for this? I said, oh. just like that. I said, okay. no. I said, you know how long I've been waiting for this. So I went on about my stubborn way, did what I wanted to do, said what I wanted to say. <sighs> God, it just, the little things started coming. And I said to him, I said, I can't. And I gave the ring back. He said, no, I want you to keep it. He said, just keep it. (laughs) You know, you don't have to have it as being an engagement ring. I just want you to have it. Okay, no problem. But we remain uh, residing in the same place. (sighs) But I'll say maybe a year or two, two years maybe later, that's when he went to um, get his own apartment. Okay. And not just that, it was, it was difficult for me, and I think I shared with you the time, of course, when I got saved and turned everything aside, saying, okay, I'm not, well, maybe I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to someone else um, not too long ago. When I gave my life to Christ, I was doing so many different things. Um, but I came to this point, and I said, God, I, I don't want to do what I'm doing anymore. So even okay. our relationship, you figure me being saved and him not, I'm not having sex with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was done. You know, so you figure for almost two years still being with him, uh-uh. we may have slept in the same bed, but there was nothing that was going down. Okay. So, of course, I'm like, ain't going to stay with me. That's in my mind, but, again, the false hope. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. And even in my prayers, I'm saying, okay, God, I was one of those women that say, God, change him. I know you can turn him on. I was there. I was hoping. I was praying. I was wishing. But after my accident and I was by myself, had had my time with God solo, just he and I, being secluded, truly being able to just hear God and say, I have to let go. Uh, Hmm. Just to back up a little bit so you'll know where I'm going as I proceed, in the midst of Jeff and my relationship, he cheated on me with his his wife that he's with now. Um, Uh And so I'm like, oh, God. And we worked in the same place. I worked the world. Exactly. (laughs) I said, what in the world? It came out, and this this is really drama. 
My nephew is Jeff's uh, wife, daughter's brother. <laughs> so my nephew. sister, so my sister, basically my sister and Jeff's wife have children by the same guy. Okay, all right. So I've known her. I've known her for years. I've known her for years. Love her mm-hmm. to death. She and I, you know, we'll see each other. She'll come to services. There is no animosity, nothing. And I'll, I'll share a story about that. God is just awesome. And I'll yes, he is. Yes, so, he is. So I just wanted to give you a little history with that. So we worked in the same place. And she used to ask, now, mind you, like I said, I've known her for years. And she's like, how's everything going? Everything is great. And you get in conversations. Oh, how's Jeff? How, how's everything? Oh, he's fine. Everything's great. Wow, you're asking me <laughs> about these things. Who knew that y'all were sleeping together? Who who knew? Really? So it came to a point, um, my nephew's father, who I knew since I was probably like eight, he mm-hmm. called me. I just was laying in the bed at the time. And, again, this was before I was saved. I just want you to know this part. That's why I said, I'm, let me just back up before I really mm-hmm. Go um, go forward. So I'm in the bed. If I sit up, and he was like, "You have a moment," and I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Well, I just want to tell you this," and he began to explain to me what happened um, the night before. It was either the night before or the week before. And I'm just like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of climbing out the window." I'm like, "Oh God, are you serious?" Oh. I'm like, okay. I'm like, are you sure? And you can see the fear. You know how you can see the fear in someone's face. Oh, it's like, oh my God, exactly. Uh-huh. So that's what it was. So I'm like, all right, no problem. So then, Darnell started telling me all these different things. So I said, okay, no problem. I get off the phone, Jeff, and I have a conversation. So he began to say, nothing ever happened. Um, I did take her to this place, which was, quote-unquote, our place. <laughs> oh. I was like, are you serious? He said, well, it was this person who introduced me, and and it was like, I know you want to talk to my girl and all of this other stuff, but I'm sitting here like you have somebody that you're with. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, well, what is it? Why? tell you I have so much strength. I pinned him up against the window. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. So I let it go. Mm-hmm. Then, what's her name? Um, Candace's best friend called me. And mm-hmm. she began to uh, try to get herself, wiggle her way out of it. Like, I had nothing to do with it, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So then I called Jeff at work. I said, let me tell you something. I said, you better come get your stuff because I'm packing it up and I'm going to drop it off at the barbershop. So, you know, I don't care how many heads he probably had there <laughs> or who he had in the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was crazy. I was just that type of person. I'm just mm-hmm. letting it out there like that. So I'm telling you, in 15, 20 minutes, I think this was when the barbershop was on First Street. So he wound up coming home. And I was, I was crying. I was hurt. I felt betrayed. All of these different things. And I just said, why? Could you believe? He said, she reminds me of you. 
<laughs> oh, bless him, bless him, bless him. She, she looks like you. Her hair is like yours. I'm like, you think I'm going to fall for that? Mm-hmm. Really? So nevertheless, <laughs> I sucked it up. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to be with him, of course. You promise you're not going to do it again. You know, you go through all of those different things. So I, I went through that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I can't believe it. So two days later, I'm on my way to work. I look outside. Come back in the house. I'm like, somebody threw a brick through your back window. Oh, wow. <laughs> Up here was Mercedes. And it was nobody but Darnell. Oh, okay. So, because, again, you're still messing with this woman. Oh, okay. So that's that's the way it was. So mm-hmm. whatever. Lo and behold, um, he stated, "Okay, I'm not going to do this, not do that." And I said, "Okay, no problem." So now I wanted to confront her on the strength of I'm having conversations with you, yeah, you're asking these questions, and how could you, you know, how could you do that? That's where I was. But I, mm-hmm. I did, like I told you, I was crazy. So I'm riding around town, and I saw I'm like, ah. <laughs> now I'm starting okay. to hunt. I'll be deep, and I'm like, like pull over, because I'm like, okay, I'm really ready to be crazy. <laughs> Machine mm-hmm. pull over. So I said, let me keep going by my own business. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, we never met up, because she started working in a different department in the hospital, and I was in a different uh, part of the hospital, so it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, when she did come in, there was someone else. It, it was it was just it was a mess because then other people started getting involved. I'm like, I just really want to have a conversation with her. That's right. really what I wanted. Uh, of course, me being on my job, I would not de- uh, jeopardize my livelihood. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do have some tact about me, uh, but nevertheless, I just want to know why. Yeah. So that. Uh, passed Oof. on. Like I said, it, it passed on. We remained together. But remember last week when I was talking to you about my best friend and how I went up to Montclair and I started doing all these different things? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was after this. I was okay. Yeah. I felt rejected. I felt dumb. I felt, all of these different things, like right under my nose, these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here. You know, I'm not one of these chicks that go out, I don't do much, I'm home, I, I cook, I work, I do doubles, I do whatever I can mm-hmm. to help and even assist. No, we're not married, sure, we was playing like it, because we're living together. But when that mm-hmm. took place, it took a piece of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Goodness. So going through that, I started to question. Is it me? What did I do? What could I have done different? So I think about even those who may find themselves on the other end, you know, being cheated on, you're, you begin to ask those different questions, and I was in that seat. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. I still didn't want to let go because not that he completed me. I, don't, I didn't feel that at all, but this was something mm-hmm. that I always hoped for. And I desired. So for me to let it go, I felt that I would never get a grip at it again. So I just have to just wait. So nevertheless, Mm -hmm. I gave my life to Christ. This was uh, 
couple of years later, as we're still working at it, if you will. We had our little spats up and down and things of that sort. But one day, the Spirit of God, I was laying on my couch, and I heard God say, get up and go to the job. Now, I didn't work there anymore. I had my automobile. This was after my automobile accident. Mm -hmm. I didn't work there um, anymore, but the Spirit of God said, I want you to get up, and I want you to go there. And I want you to apologize. What? <laughs> so, you know, I lady, apologize. Uh, why am I apologizing? Mm-hmm. These are my conversations. People may think I'm crazy, but. No, you ain't crazy. I, mm-hmm. I have to have this type of communication because if I don't understand, I'm just, I'm going to act. I may just continuously get the same command. This is what I told you to do. Mm-hmm. It may have to just set in. So nevertheless, um, with everything that had took place with my automobile accident, like I told you, it was like, okay, you know, we kept in contact. He'll call me up, come over to the house, to his apartment. So I would come over there. and But it was still mixed signals. Mm-hmm. If I ever marry anyone, I'll marry you. All of these mm. different things. So I was, I was holding on to those words. Mm-hmm. I wasn't letting go. So came to a point that, um, as I stated, I, I was laying on my couch, and when the Spirit of God just told me, go down to the job and apologize. It took me a moment, but I got myself together. I went to the job. I said, whatever security <laughs> that was on post that day, probably said, what is wrong with this woman? Because I was standing in front of the hospital doors, and I'll walk through them, I'll walk back out. (laughs) I'll stand there, the sliding doors, they open and close, and I'm like, uh, no. I'm going back and forth. (laughs) I was going back and forth. I was like, no, I'm not going in there. Then I'll walk back. Then I'll come outside, then I'll go back in. And finally, I go in to her department. Now, as I told you, many people had got involved with what was going on from years prior to. Mm-hmm. They still worked there. I wasn't there because I basically had a release from the doctor not to go back because of um, the restrictions that I had as far as weight limits and all of that other stuff. Okay. So I couldn't return. So when I went into her department, I said, um, it's cancer there today. They they had these eyes so big, mm. like, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, she's <laughs> here. And so I mm. said, um, is she in here? She was like, no, she's not, um, she's not in the office. Mm. Okay. They didn't tell me where she was at. But knowing the department that she worked for, I'm like, okay, she's, um, this Somewhere. department is connect- connected to another department. So I said, I'll mm-hmm. check that one. They don't have to give me the information. So here I am. I'm walking all around the hospital looking for this woman. Lord have mercy. So finally, I get off the elevator and I bump into her. Oh my God. Are you, you know, kidding said, me? Yes, because the, when I left her department, where do you think I went? <laughs> back out the to hospital. Old, oh, 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 okay. I went back out the hospital like, Lord, I went I to did. where you told me to go, <laughs> yes, and she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I left, and then 
he said, but you know she's here. Mm. I mean, I just don't let you get away with nothing. No, right? (laughs) So I go back in. Mm -hmm. I I, I just say, God, I could clap on this. So I go back in and I take an elevator and I come off and she's right there. (laughs) Oh, my God. And again, the fright. She had just looked like, oh, my God, it's just she and I. There was no one else around. Wow. <laughs> but she and I, I'm like, looking like, oh, my God, you know, where the camera's at. I said, almost like uh, I come from France. I come in peace. I come in peace. That was the first thing I said. I said, I come in peace. I said, I just want to come woman to woman. I said, I'm for sure you have heard many things just as I have heard many things. But I want you to hear from my mouth that um, that I forgive you for num- number one. I said, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry for anything that I've done to you, anything that you've heard that I said, whether it was true or untrue, I'm sorry. She was like, mm-hmm. no, you know, and then she, like, tried to stop me. I said, no, I have to finish because now this time it's just right. going out. <laughs> and I okay. have to just finish. <laughs> So she said, no, it's not even like that. Jeff and I, we're not even in a relationship. You know, we're just friends. It's never. So, you know, of course, after I heard they got married, I'm like, oh, but we're just friends. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's what, I'm like, just, I said, it doesn't matter if you're friends or in a relationship. And that's what I told her. I just want you to know that I'm okay with whatever is going on. I said, Jeff mm-hmm. and I, we're not together, but I just wanted you to know that I'm sorry for anything that I've said or done, anything that you heard that was true or untrue, I'm sorry mm-hmm. for it. So that was it. Mm. But I thank God for that moment, uh, Ms. Inga, because after that, and I'm talking about later in years, even to present, I'm able to mm-hmm. see her. Um, she comes and she's like, oh, you know, you and your husband, I just love the relationship that the two of you have. and uh, mm. Your power couple, your this, your that. I've talked to her on the phone, and I've even shared with her. I said, you have to be mindful of the company in which you keep concerning mm. you and your husband. Because there have been people who have come to me, oh, their marriage is what it seems. You know, he's out there. Must I said, first off, they're a married. They're, they're uh, what I say, I said, they're in a marriage. They're in a sacred union. So, you know, you can have friends that, club with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> single, but, don't know mm-hmm. what a marriage is all about, they'll jack mm. you up, and you yeah. look down saying, like, oh, why didn't I fight for this? Why didn't I fight for that? And I, I share it with her. I said, just watch the company you keep. And I said, I want to share this with you. I said, sure, I realize people may say this, that, and the other, even concerning mm-hmm. the things Jeff and I may have gone through. I said, but understand this. I said, I am... Yes, a woman, but I'm also a minister of God first. I would not. Right. Um, you understand what I'm saying? I said, yeah. I would not lead you astray based on something of the past. And I believe mm-hmm. that God rectified all of that when he told me, go and apologize. Mm. Really sure. not understanding why mm. God tries to reconcile us. You know, because when we hold aughts or unforgiveness, we don't allow God to really 
reign supreme in every area of our lives because when God now has a mission for you or he mm-hmm. has a purpose in your life or some type of a connectivity with someone else whom you can bless or can bless you because of mm-hmm. what you've experienced in your past where God said that wasn't for you anyway, but mm. we become so held up. Right, right. So now, you know, we see each other and it's like, oh, God bless you. She has come to the church. Jeff has been to the church. Um, Jeff and Apostle, you know, speaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In October, he came to the church, and we had um, we had the class reunion that I had attended. But we had okay. a function at the church. And mm-hmm. so Jeff had said to one of the leaders, he said, oh, can you um, let Apostle Ramos know that uh, the barber, Jeff, of the ag form and wanted to speak with him? I said, imagine, just imagine. Mm, if you never would have said sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yes, being yes. able to part, and not just that, I, I, I know this story is all mixed over. I can give you dates, times, and what I did. It's all good. But I held on to this relationship mm-hmm. because I felt, God, this is who you have for me, and I couldn't see clearly with anything else. And I also stated in what I sent you that I was a fortified city all by myself. I, I say that. I was just this strong person. I had this exterior, like, don't even approach me. Uh, mm-hmm. The apostle and I shared with you over dinner how I was, and he's like, yeah. this woman is crazy. <laughs> because I'm looking like, I've been hurt. You better come mm-hmm. with something real because I don't have time. I don't have time for That's right. Right. Because. You figure my adolescence, <laughs> I was in a relationship up until mm-hmm. my adult life. You know, I don't know much. And I'm not going to waste my time with somebody else. I know what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Come correct. That's right. So, <laughs> so it's like I realized that God was saying no, but I still had my prayers. I was like, oh, no, you know, I gave it. I turned him over to Jesus. I believe it even after I apologize now. Okay. I'm still secretly hoping that something was going to work out with him. And I, I still was hoping. Mm. So I contact my pastor. Look at me. Apostle, <laughs> um, can you please call now? He met Jeff before. Mm. I said, could you please call him? I asked my pastor to call Jeff. Okay. Mm-hmm. See what's okay. going on. Because it came to a point we wasn't talking anymore. I wasn't, it was just, I knew now he was in a relationship with her. I, I kind of suspected it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Because things were coming back to me now through my 11-year-old nephew at the time. My nephew was 11 oh, years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. As I shared with you, her daughter, my nephew, uh, share the same father. Yes. So she would say different things, and my nephew would come to my house and let me know what she said. So now oh. I'm getting to the point. I'm ticked off. Don't use my 11-year-old nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Like, really? So nevertheless, I'm saying, okay, God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting that this man is mine. That's when I said that I was still in a relationship, even though it was over two years prior to. 
so my, my pastor contacted uh, Jeff. He, was, he called me back and he said, daughter, you have to move on. Oh, wow. And when my pastor said that to me, I said, okay. But I got off the phone and I welled. I cried. You know how your eyelids puff up? Yeah. <laughs> are, yeah. I was devastated because it was almost like the final, and he didn't say it in, like, are you crazy? Do you realize? Do you see? He didn't say it in mm-hmm. a demeaning way. It was just, daughter, you have to move on. It was very subtle, but I, I felt it mm-hmm. in my core. Mm-hmm. I felt it in my core. Mm-hmm. And I cried and I cried. And I believe that night, um, it was New Year's Eve of 2003. Mm-hmm. And I danced to the song, Thank You, uh, Thank you Lord, by Smokey Norwood. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that song. And it was just, thank you for every open door in my life. Thank you for everything that I've gone through, everything I crossed oh, over. And, I mean, I, I danced so hard, I ripped my pants. <laughs> okay. All right, David. Danced. I mean, mm-hmm. I danced. And that night, um, the Spirit of God just spoke uh, through my leader. He just said, you know, God has someone for you. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, a mighty man of God he has for you. He said, you are in your hour of singleness. And at that mm-hmm. moment, I'm like, how long is this hour? I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you're in your hour of singleness. He said, and and everything that you've been through in your life, every experience that you've had in your life is not in vain. Oh, I said, okay. okay. And I kept moving forward. And then, of course, the next year, as we moved into 2004, is when I met Apostle Ramos, okay. <laughs> Brother Miguel, okay. at the time. But I just opened up. I said, if I miss this, I couldn't question it, and that's one thing I thank God, even though Apostle just received Christ, his faith was strong because had it not been, I would have been gone. Mm, Had it mm -hmm. not pursued, I would have been gone because Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was like. I really didn't know what it was like to be appreciated, to be respected, Mm -hmm. to be loved, to be you know, just adored, all of the different things that a man would give unto a woman. I felt it for the first time, believe it or not, with my husband. Bless God. For the first time in my life, and I shared with him, I said, it's a jackpot. (laughs) And I would tell my friends that. (laughs) It wasn't finances. It was just his genuineness. Mm -hmm. And I love that about him. That has seemed to be missing. He's such a gentleman, and I love that about him. And one thing, as I look back now, believe it or not, all the years that I was with Jeff, I wasn't able to be myself. Remember mm-hmm. the person that I was telling you about last week, who mm-hmm. I was? Mm-hmm. I lacked confidence. I wasn't bold. I, wasn't, I was unsure. I felt dumb. I felt stupid. I would watch what I say, how I said it, try to sound intellectual, try to all that with mm-hmm. a mate that I was to be free with, with a mate that I was saying I would spend the rest of my life with, I was mm-hmm. not myself. Mm. I was not okay. myself. 
Um, mm. so I know I got a mouthful, but no, that's um, all right. Mm-hmm. What so, made you want to start here? What made you want to tell me about um, you know everything that took place prior to you know visiting your boyfriend in Montclair or your 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 best friend in Montclair? What made you want to tell me about this? When you just said one of the titles or the topics about parting ways, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was something that was huge, mm-hmm. huge in my life to tie me to my past. You talk about my adolescence. You talk about mm-hmm. uh, many of the things that I went through, states of depression, everything. That mm-hmm. was a piece of it. You know, going through that time, Believe it or not, I just felt—I I felt alone. Like I said, I felt betrayed. I anger. There were so many emotions, mm-hmm. and it spilled over. Even when I gave my life to Christ, as I tried to move forward in my relationship with my husband, in my relationship mm-hmm. just with people in general. Are you telling me the truth? Are you mm-hmm. lying? Are you this? Mm-hmm. So. There were so many things that took place in that time. Okay, this person said they're your friend. Are you really? Right. So I started there because it has a lot to do where uh, with what I have overcome and where I okay. am now. All right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um. As far as that went, as far as that goes, as far as that goes, um, I mean, not that I can think of at this moment, mm-hmm. but I just like to say that it was definitely something that I learned from mm-hmm. to say, listen, we may not understand <laughs> because surely right. I didn't understand, and that's why I held on because I didn't know the outcome. I was hoping I could kind of write my story as I went along, but not knowing mm-hmm. that my story was already written. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to put it in the book just like you said it right there. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so that's where I understood that God's ways are higher than my ways. Yeah. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it before. So now when I enter into something or when God speaks, sure, it may seem difficult, but now Mm -hmm. I understand. I have an understanding in that, and therefore I'm able to release it and trust him and allow him to truly direct my path and lead me to where he would have me be. Because I think I put also um, in that email, sometimes, you know, we don't want to take the route that God is leading us because it, it seems hurtful or it's going to hurt our flesh, if you will. Mm -hmm. But now I realize that he doesn't because he has the best interest in mind for me. And he doesn't, excuse me, he doesn't desire to destroy me Mm -hmm. or to Mm -hmm. even hurt me. But I look Mm -hmm. at when he said about his son, Jesus, he said, it. I mean, it pleased him Mm -hmm. to lose his son because he understood that what Jesus had to go through for mm. you, for me, and for everyone else, he had to go that route. So it's not yeah. necessarily to leave us where we feel 
hurt or leave us to where we feel like, you know, God, why you leave me out here? But he's like, I know you're in from the very beginning where we don't mm. see it like that. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. I just, I, I, I thank God for that. I thank, I just thank God. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I truly could have lost my mind in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shared that also because as I moved forward um, in my relationship with Apostle and he and I, we were good and everything was great at the beginning. Like I said, we'd known each other for a month and a week before we mm-hmm. got married. It wasn't about me burning, him burning. Oh, we just want to get together. Mm-hmm. He really, I like to say I adored him, and I know he adored me by saying that he loved me like 50,000 times in less than a minute. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, and amen, okay? You won't know today. Amen. Oh, goodness. So so we went through some things, Mm -hmm. but we were still learning each other, even though we enjoyed each other's company, even though we had great stimulating conversation. Mm -hmm. Still, we had to get to learn each other because we knew each other as, quote, unquote, boyfriend and girlfriend but not as husband and wife, not really as people, because a month and a week really is not a long time Mm -hmm. if you think about it. I mean, uh, yes, some people could be together for years and not know as much as one would learn in a month and a week, but what I'm saying is um, there were issues deeper that he had that I did Mm -hmm. not know of, and there were a lot of issues that I had which were deeper, that he did not mm-hmm. know of. And we mm-hmm. found those out once those trigger points were hit, if you will. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So so now as we are progressing, we're moving forward um, in our marriage. And uh, one thing I put also in the email was our desire, yes, was to start having a family right away. Okay. That was just because. It was a desire that we both had. Sure, he had a son already from a previous relationship, but this was something that we also had spoke that we wanted mm-hmm. to start a family. Fine. Mm-hmm. Boom, hit a roadblock. That My world was shook. I was devastated. We went to the doctors because, I, I mean, I blew up. When I, and I'm not saying that <laughs> disrespectfully to anyone who gained weight or I, mm-hmm. I look at myself now and I say, good Lord. But mm-hmm. I went from a size 4 to a 12, 14 in three weeks. Whoa. Exactly. Whoa. I don't know if you've seen when you were here, um, if you saw my wedding picture and then right underneath the picture with the red shirt. <laughs> I don't think I caught like, that. What the heck? I'm like, what in the world? I said, I got to bring it. Now, but who going to blow up like that in like Mm -hmm. three weeks? I would say almost a month. Go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Something is going on. Yes, indeed. So I just want to say this. Being a married folk to married folk, I'm like, dang, you must have a lot of protein in your stomach. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? I haven't done anything for four years, and 
Man, you and just blow me up. Yes, yes. State troopers. And the heck you got going on? Just her. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I can't. go to the doctor. And the doctor's like, no. No, they do the little blood test. What? Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. No. I know my doctor at this point, like, does she have mental illness? Because why does she keep scheduling a vaginal appointment to come here? I saw her a couple of weeks ago. Now she's going to come in again, and she thinks she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Something has to be wrong. So yeah. anyway, I go, I um, have a sonogram. Of course, um, they give the uh, lab reports to my uh, gynecologist. So, of course, mm-hmm. they call you in, and they don't let you know over the phone. They just want to meet with you. So Apostle and I would go in for an appointment, and he shares with me. He says, first, you know, I have a fibroid. He said, it's about the size of a softball, not very oh big, but God. you also have. Now, none of this ever flared up. Had no problems. Single, I'm fine. I'm good. No health problems, no issues. Mm-hmm. So I have a fibroid about the size of a, a golf ball, and then he puts mm-hmm. on the screen my ovaries. And I'm tired. it looked like millions. Not I don't know if that's an exaggeration, but it seemed like hundreds of these fits just on my ovaries. Oh my spots, gosh! Spots, 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 spots. I mean, spots all over the place. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, he was like, you see this? You see? Because I was looking like, what in the world is that? He says you have um, many fits on your ovaries, which are preventing you from conceiving. Uh, so what is happening is you may, uh, during your cycle, things of that sort, and yes, you may have the egg, but it cannot, um, what's the word? I can't even, like, I want to say pollinate, but I'm not sure if that's, like, it I, well, won't plant, drop right? or, <laughs> oh, we, okay, you go ahead. We you will figure it out. I know, because I'm thinking of pollinate as a plant, but, you right. oh, God. But anyway, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm speaking of as far as the for conception. So he says there are a couple of things that you can do, and that is uh, you can continue to do what it is that you're doing, Mm -hmm. or you can take uh, medication. He said this medication normally is used by diabetics, and it is Mm -hmm. called Clomid. What it Mm -hmm. will do is it will allow you to uh, produce more eggs, but the thing with that is you can um you can miscarry. Oh. Your child can be born with uh, oh. birth defects mm. or they can be born with Down syndrome. And I'm looking I apologize. All children, I truly believe, are blessings of God. I have yes. no doubt. But but Apostle and I said we don't want children that bad. Right, right. You understand? I, I didn't yeah. want to have to take a, a medicine and you're almost taking a chance. Well, maybe there won't be any birth defects. Maybe there mm-hmm. won't be Down syndrome. So we just said, no, thank you. <laughs> we'll just mm-hmm. try <laughs> the regular way. Right, right. So two years go by, but in mm-hmm. the midst of those two years, this is where Apostle, in our first, first year of our marriage, and I'm sharing this. I don't know how it will 
be displayed. And, of course, Apostle and I, we have shared with many other couples our testimony mm-hmm. again, by way of just to uh, edify them and encourage them also in their marriage and whatever it was that they uh, faced, were facing at that time. Mm-hmm. But he said, I believe you'll use the wisdom and how it would be brought forth because yeah. he like, or so like I am, he's the same. It's not just giving the information and saying, oh, God, I ain't no apostle and uh, Bishop went through that. I ain't know he cheated on her, you know. So it's no, not no, no, no. for those purposes. Um, mm-hmm. But within the first year of our marriage, he cheated on me. So mm-hmm. what do you think I was thinking of? Back oh, when I was in my did you relationship. Go back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think, and not just that, it was someone whom I looked at as a sister. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, it God. Was, it was the pastor's daughter. I um, I was in the ministry years before Apostle came along, probably about five years before him. The mm-hmm. pastor looked at me as his daughter. He's like, oh, I was in his uh, middle daughter's wedding. We, like I said, I stayed mm-hmm. night at his house. We, this is the type of uh, church that I was a part of. We were very close, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it came to a point that uh, we were part of this network marketing business. And okay. so, of course, I was working it. A couple of others, they were in it as well, and they were very competitive. And I don't speak this just because of what we've experienced uh, being there, but they were a very competitive family. It is. So it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we got to do this, we got to do that. And I get to a point, I'm getting to a point like, okay, we're in the first year of our marriage. I understand, you know, doing this and doing that, but we also have to take time for us. Mm-hmm. And this is where, of course, they used to always call me the snapping turtle or I could be a little defiant or what have you. Mm-hmm. But it also came to a point where, even though I may have people pleased at a point, and I don't know if I put that in uh, my text that I sent you, not the text, but the email that I sent Mm -hmm. you, there Mm -hmm. also came a point that I'm going to stand up for what I felt was right. Yeah. And I would voice that as well. Um, Okay. So I voiced that. So then came with a scripture Mm -hmm. about David and how the – the men in war who went to war, their first year of marriage, they was actually in war. They wasn't with their wife. I'm looking like, we're well, not in the old time and you're not in war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. He, he, got a, he got a wife right here. And um, we need to handle what we need to handle this way, basically. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is when I, I was sharing how an apostle left his job. And I'm saying, okay, you're going to leave your job. We have our son, which at the time was Angel, his son. Okay. But he wound up living with us for a period of time. Okay. And we was already struggling, you know, with one income, and you decide to leave your job mm-hmm. because they're feeding you all this stuff, you being mm-hmm. up there. Um, and this is where they used to say so many different things about me. I know we didn't go into further detail when we were out eating, but they would say stuff about me. 
Oh. Uh, oh, she's so hard uh, or out of controlling or this. No, because I want oh. my husband home. It's about a week. Right. I don't get to see him, and I'm bringing clothes to him on Sunday morning, and he's getting mm-hmm. dressed at your house, and then we see each other at church, and he may come back with me for two days, and then he's catching a train up during the middle of the weekend, and I'm going to see him on a Bible study. Or something. I'm sorry. Something wrong with that? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm controlling mm-hmm. because I'm saying to be home. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it came a point where he was getting paired up now with the pastor's daughter to go on different um, appointments. Because we were working okay. for Primerica, Primerica Life Insurance. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard so of we him. both had our life producer um, license. Okay. So, um, so they started getting paired up. And it was almost like maybe they didn't say it, but it was almost as if I didn't have the ambition to do this or to excel. But I'm already, I'm working a full-time job. I had this goal. We have other things at our, at our home. I'm not saying I don't believe in the company. I'm not saying I don't believe in its products or any of those things, but you have to have a balance. Priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also priority where home is first, over this business. You can yes. work because what you're showing me now, if this is how he has to work it, then this is how he's going to be working it. Oh, okay. And it, it can't work this way. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, they started going out, and I had this dream. Oh, God. This is how God just deals with me. <sighs> I'm, oh, Lord. So I had this mm. dream. And Apostle and the young lady, they were together because I would question him. I'm saying, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nothing. I'm like, mm, okay. I had this dream, and God showed me. <laughs> and the, the thing was that he showed their genitals, their private areas. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like by this staircase. And then I saw her husband, because she was married as well. Oh, Lord Jesus. And oh, God. I'm saying to myself, okay, what is going on? So I shared, I shared the dream with Apostle, and I told him, I mean, explicitly, he lied. He was like, I don't know what that means. He's like, I don't know, maybe you're conjuring something else. Maybe you wanted it to be something, but nothing's going on. And now I'm saying, okay, no problem. I let it go. A month goes by. Oh, Lord. It was about. <laughs> one, two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Of my husband's not home because he's he's in the home away from home. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I get a phone call from my husband. Mm-hmm. God, I'm like, hey, Dre, what's going on? He said, oh, I mean, he's livid. Now we all go to the mm-hmm. same church. He's livid. So Miguel, I guess he followed her. He followed her when he when she left out the house. You leaving out the house two something in the morning, like going for a job. I mean, come on, right, right. Because she's track star, she jogs, she does fitness trainer. That's what she is. She does all of those different things. Mm-hmm. So she goes out, and he follows her. It came to a mm-hmm. point that Apostle was staying at the pastor's house, but he stopped staying there. He started staying at his mother's house in Plainfield. Mm-hmm. So 
I will talk to him on the phone very briefly. He'll call me, y'all. Oh, I'm saying, how was your day? What was going on? Everything was fine. I'm about to take it down for the night. I remember this night <laughs> vividly. He was like, okay. oh, nothing. You know, we had a good day. We went out. We had a couple of appointments. Um, I do have a lot of referrals I'm going to follow up on. But, you know, I'm just tired, so I'm going to go ahead and take it down. All right, no problem, honey. I'll talk to you later. I get a call at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, you know, I called him. So he's talking to them, and I'm on the phone. Oh, Jesus. And and mind you, I'm like, oh, I'm hot. I'm nervous at this time. See, God knows also because my car was one of those cars to take you from point A to point B. Right. Don't try to go all the way. No, you can't go all over the world. Stationary. Okay? Stationary. God, help me. So what am I brought back to? Riding around town. Girl, I don't want to pull over. So now I can't get there. And so my friend, she lived in Tom's River, my best friend. She went the hell and back with me. She has been there. And she was never one of uh, those friends that was like, yeah, girl. She always kept it leveled, tell you the truth. Even though mm-hmm. she wasn't married at the time, she understood the principles of marriage. Mm. So I thank God for her. Yes. Uh, and I said, Reese, I said, I need to borrow your car. <laughs> of course, she like to look like in the morning. I said, I just need it. I will bring it back. What do you need it for? I just need it. But now I'm manic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm through the roof. Why? I said, can you just take me? No, I can't. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to calm down. I contact my pastor. They're leveled. Uh, Probably not anything. Young lady's dad. Say that when again? you say your past, when you say your pastor, you contacted the young woman's dad. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm following. Okay, all right. So I was like, "This is what is going on." I said, "I'm drained over there right now," and well, you know, maybe it's not that way. Uh, maybe there's. I'm like two o'clock in the morning, so now I'm really living because y'all downplaying mm. it. They are, like, making me look like something's mm-hmm. wrong with me. Right. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. They're two married folk, not to each other, to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, are they, what are they sitting in their vehicle? So I'm like, all oh, right. God. So how do I fall back to sleep? I can't. So Dre and I, we're talking for a minute. <laughs> we were talking for a long time. And so he okay. began to express certain things. He shared with me. Um, stuff that was going on that I was not privy to. So I'm like, oh. oh, okay. He was like, yeah, okay. you know, like he, she, he, she would come uh, to the house with him in a car, you know, because they were going on an appointment. It got crazy, and also, mm. um, like I said, I was a part of the family, so the oldest sister and I was very close. The oldest sister, oh. the one that uh, Papa cheated with. Mm-hmm. She started sharing stuff with me, and I got to the point like, Lord knows, oh, I can't handle, I can't handle all of this in my mental right about now. Mm-hmm. Because she's, mm-hmm. I mean, 
not a bad-looking girl. I wouldn't say <laughs> she's like her dad with a dress. But <laughs> I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Go ahead. Yes. But, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that because she's Look here. Body, whatever. Nice body. Look. Okay. Problem. <sighs> but um, she's like, yeah, you know, we kind of found it to be strange, you know, because. She started dressing up, and then we're like, oh, what? You ain't got no panties on? I'm like, why are you sharing that with me? <laughs> like, oh. I don't need to, you know, like, why you going to have on a dress and you ain't got no panties on? I'm like, I don't oh. need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, right. at all. So came to a point that I had a meeting. I had a meeting with um, the pastors along with Apostle Miguel. And uh, Charmaine is her name. I'm just sharing with you. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I contacted my Uncle Mac, the one who's at the church. Okay. He's like mm-hmm. a father to me. He's, he's been like a father to me. He was the one actually who gave me away for my wedding as well. Beautiful. So he and his wife, the union that they have together, I've always, I've always respected you know, uh, their experiences, the things that they have gone through in life also. They have a lot of experience and strength um, in their mm-hmm. marriage. So I, I reached out to him because I was supposed to have this meeting. And after the church was over, my pastor, Charmaine, and another leader went to Wendy's. I'm standing outside. I'm waiting Apostle, he mm, was there mm. as well. And I said, oh, no, all he did was took her somewhere to brief her. Oh. Let me back up. I apologize. Let me back up. After that night, I told you I contacted my pastor and I spoke with um, her husband on the phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The next day, we had an emergency, quote-unquote, counseling session. We sat there in the office of the church. Um, I don't know. I think my friend let me use her vehicle at this time, and we uh, went up there, or I went up there, that's right, in my friend's vehicle. And I tell you, I sat there. I, I Remember I said before, and where I came from, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. eyes wasn't broken, the emotions started to come back. I felt so alone. I sat there, and I said, I'm by myself. Miguel, mm, <laughs> I'm saying Miguel, but Apocalypse mm. Todd and Charmaine, their eyes were just locked. I'm like, are you guys there in a trance? It was just oh. like, googly eyes just looking at each other, like, infatuated. And I'm just sitting here like, do you see this? Like, I mean, I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. There was no there was no encouragement for me. Right. What I started to see over the, the months that I didn't see even when I sat there, they were tearing him down. But it was saying nothing about her. Oh. Yeah. And okay. I'll go there even deeper. Uh-huh. But they were saying, you know, 
as if he pursued her. Oh, okay. I'm saying, okay, all right, no problem. Let that go. And they wind up doing deliverance. Deliverance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Okay, all right. I, listen, I got you 100%. I'm about to get hot. I'm about to get hot. We need to talk about this. What no deliverance? Okay, I'm sitting here. Why did I come up here? So now Dre's there. I'm there. Charmaine's there. Apostle's there. Mm -hmm. So we try to talk as the spouses. They shut us up. Oh. Oh. So I'm saying to myself, like, this got to be a joke. We're both brought up here for what reason? So they started talking about then it really wasn't too much about Apostle and myself because then they started talking about the issues that they were having in their marriage. Well, you know, this, that, and the other. Why are we here? Well, we're not, we're not here for y'all counseling sessions. Right, right. Marriages was crossed here. Let's mm. talk about that. Yeah. So nevertheless, this is why I want to talk about this situation where the briefing. So we go up into the office. She sits on the couch, and then her father, uh, Apostle Walker, sat right next to her. Uh, Apostle Miguel sat next to me, and I was sitting. When I say he sat closer to me, excuse me, in his own chair, and I was sitting in my own chair. The two mm-hmm. of them was like on a uh, a love seat. Okay. Uh, Charmaine and her father. Mm-hmm. So right when I started to talk, he put his hands up, and he said, I just want you to know, um, Elder Trot, whatever she's about to say is just a perception. It's what she perceives. Mm. You see where this is going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Please. Don't take this the wrong. I felt like cussing. Yeah. Like, what the uh, heck are you talking about? This, is, this ain't no daggone perception. They were together at 2 o'clock in the morning. Don't play me for no fool. Mm-hmm. Bless no, but that's not a perception. At all. And, and, right. And so I started running different things down. I said, yeah, like, you went to the movies with my husband. Because I'm telling you, I was a banker. I was down to the penny. Uh, okay. Who, who, who was you at the movies with? Uh, what you spend uh, $40 and such and such on? I, oh, Chart and I, you know, we went to the movies after some. No. I'm going on no dinner dates, you know, uh, movies. None of I'm that. i a cup of coffee, cup of coffee and keep it moving. None of that. He, yeah, so when he put his hand up and said, I just want you to know this is her perception. Hmm. Mm. I'm saying to myself, okay, we recognize that something has happened. So mm-hmm. it spills and it goes and it was supposed to stop, okay, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to talk to your husband anymore. I'm going to keep moving. You ain't got to worry about me. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Our anniversary. Your what? Our one-year anniversary. We're in our room. Call comes through. Oh, who is it? Mm. Okay. Oh, but you're going to stop calling? You're going to stop this, that, and the other. Okay, no mm-hmm. problem. So now I've got to have another meeting. I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. 
So it came mm. to a point, I said, I, I can't keep doing this. One day after service, this is when I, the spirit of God now, I, I had to understand my pastor, and I still love them. I followed the teaching, awesome man of God. And I mm. said, God, I need to hear you by myself, for myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody's in this marriage but Miguel and me. I said, <laughs> I understand that my my pastors may be married. They may know the the sanctity of married marriage, being married. Excuse me, but nobody's in this marriage mm-hmm. but Miguel and me. Mm-hmm. So I started to hear God, you know, just clearly. Because I was trying to do different things, you know, I'll go Spencer's, get some more handcuffs. You know, that's what mm-hmm. my mind was. Like, okay, maybe it's something sexual. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's some attraction that's there. So let me try to spring something up. Remember, mm-hmm. going back to where I was, maybe something I did. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wasn't giving him attention. I didn't have the opportunity mm-hmm. to give him attention. I didn't have the opportunity to do a lot of those things because right. he wasn't really around. And I don't blame him per se. Because, again, he's a new Christian. He doesn't know these things. Mm-hmm. But you, boo-boo, okay? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So they started mm-hmm. to blame him. Well, we got to cover her. And see, this is what started. This is where I got to the point that they God, I need to communicate with you. I know I have mm-hmm. my pastors there, and I can communicate. I go through the proper channels because this is what is set up in the ministry. I follow mm-hmm. that. But nevertheless, when I started hearing things like you have to cover, we have to cover her because she's an elder. Oh, God. He's a brother. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself. I'm standing back to say, okay, I'm going to use pastor in this ministry, and this is the, this is the nonsense y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. You have to cover her because she's an elder and a brother. So I understand the covering of your leaders. But now mm. you have to look at, okay, you have two leaders that are standing here. Right. what you're showing me is not leadership, because I'm a leader also in the ministry. I'm the wife of a brother in the ministry, and then you have an elder. Yeah. So you're showing me that, no, you're not trying to co- cover an elder. You're trying to cover a child. You're trying to cover your daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it came to a point that they were, after a service, Apostle said something that I was ticked about the Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, she don't want you. I mean, this was after a service, and he was all up in Miguel's face. I'm saying Miguel because at this time. That's who he was. was. That's right. Uh-huh. That's who he was, and that's mm-hmm. just a conversation. Mm-hmm. The day that he said that was, and I'm just going to go to the beginning of when, Apostle Walker said, she don't want you, this, that, and the other, because mm-hmm. uh, Apostle and I didn't come to church that Sunday. Okay. Because Apostle was depressed, <laughs> if you will. Okay. He was laying in the bed, and I'm like, what's the matter? It was just a tie that I'm just taking, of course, he had with this young lady. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here like, dang, I'm watching my husband go through this for another woman? Like, this is God. crazy. God, help mm-hmm. me. How can I understand it? Mm-hmm. Because all mm-hmm. throughout, he's like, I don't know why I married you. I don't want to be with you. 
This lady was telling me, I'm trying, I'm trying everything in my power to do. Mm-hmm. To say, let's do something. Mm. They want to be with me. They want to spend time with me. They want to be alone with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, God, how? How to get this man to look at me again? But nevertheless, mm-hmm. this Sunday morning, he didn't go, so I said, I'm not going. I'm not mm-hmm. leading him. So, of course, my apostle called, like, oh, you're not coming. Nope, we're not. Well, I'm sending um, another leader to come pick y'all up. Oh. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So I told uh, Apostle, I said, babe, I said, someone's coming um, to come pick us up, so we've got to be ready to go. Of course, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not going. So this leader, they come. She was, we loved her. We loved her. Mm-hmm. Wonderful woman of God. So, of course, she was able to get him to go. So we all riding. Still, he all soft on the back seat. I'm like, if I could give you a two-piece, I would. But okay. um, <laughs> okay. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. So we get there, sit through service. After the service, I'm like, did you bring us up here to, like, really tear this man down more? She mm. don't want you. You need to get it, you know, through your head. You know, leave her alone whatever, all this stuff. Now, this mm-hmm. was right after service. People are still around. People are still in the sanctuary. Jesus. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So I'm saying to myself, and I, I'm not one to, I'm not even talking about anybody else in their own mess because <laughs> the apple don't fall far from the tree. That's all I have to say when it comes to his to daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the apple don't fall too far from the tree because things like that also happen, but nobody aired your laundry. Nobody said mm. anything. We still followed. We we never judged. We was never critical. We were never that way. It was shortcomings, but we just left it as it was mm-hmm. because that wasn't our business. That's why I mm-hmm. like to say it. Pray for them. Keep moving. I'm not here to pass judgment on anyone. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when he said that to me, I was like, I mean, to him, I was like, wow. Mm. So it came to a point this next week was a crucial week. (laughs) It was crucial. Mm -hmm. I got a phone call at my job, and I think this, I don't know if I shared this little piece, but I got a phone call at my job. Oh, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm leaving. Lady will call me at work. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I teared at my desk. I'm like, how do I function? I have at least oh. an hour and a half left of work. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? So I leave. When it was time for me to get off of work. I went home. I tried to call my pastor. They didn't answer. Mm. Uh, the oldest pastor daughter, as I told you, who I was very close friends with, she didn't answer. I called mm-hmm. my very best friend, who's still my best friend today. She didn't answer. Mm-hmm. I tried to call Apostle again. He didn't answer. And guess what? I also tried to call the girl, the lady. She didn't mm-hmm. answer. Oh, mm-hmm. I answered. 
I sat there, and I'm straight up, and I had a knife in my hand. I said, God, I can't do it. Like, why? Why? Mm. Why? Why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Why would you put me through this heartache? Mm-hmm. You know, I've trusted you to leave these things behind you. You're allowing these things to surface. Why am I going through this? Mm-hmm. And I slid down. I won't forget. I slid down my kitchen, like the kitchen counter where the sink is, and I just sat on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I said, I can't take it. You know, you get your screams and you become yeah. <laughs> and you're like mm-hmm. I don't know what emotion to show and then I was in rage. I was finding um the notebook that we wrote in together and I ripped that up. It was as if I was starting a bonfire without the fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I put everything that had sentimental value in this area in our living room. As I stated the very first wedding ring mm-hmm. uh, we had I bent it. I squeezed it flat like a pancake. Okay. Just when he went to work, he didn't wear his wedding ring just for the type of work that he does. Mm-hmm. So I got everything, and I just ripped it up. I said, I can't take it. I can't take it. But finally, the young lady, she calls me. Oh. She got my message because I left her a message. Mm-hmm. I said, I can I have a couple of questions for you. Um, she was like, Okay. Very straightforward, very direct. Like, okay, let's mm-hmm. know. Oh. And I say, Lord, don't ask questions because you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Of course, finding out, I'm protected, you know, sex, things of that sort. So I asked mm-hmm. her, like, was there a possibility you could be pregnant? Now, mind you, I couldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. She said, yes, there is a possibility. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. She was like, why? <sighs> My heart dropped. Mm. I said to her, yes, I know I was saved. I know I was a child of God, but I said, mm-hmm. and if you are, what are you going to do? She said, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> okay. I said, really? She's like, yeah, because I, I couldn't do that. I mm. know I couldn't ask anyone to do that, but. It's amazing how the truth says. I say, it's amazing how we'll choose which thing we want to do. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Uh-huh. That's that you saying that's what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yes, but then I, I, I know I'm like, how can I ask someone to do that? Because mm-hmm. going back a little further, in my life, I had one. Mm-hmm. I was very young. I was 13. Mm-hmm. That's just opening the door. I'll go back there another day. But mm-hmm. I can't ask anyone do that because I know what it's like. Okay. Um, so when she said that, I said, okay, but I prayed. I said, God, please. I said, I, I went through all of this, and I know it's painful. I said, well, God, please, not that. Please, God. already, I said, already he has a, a child with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, I, I just not that. So mm-hmm. nevertheless, she began to explain. I said, but why? She said, it just happened. I'm looking like, hey, Negro, don't hit me with the just happened. Let me know mm-hmm. what happened. Right, right. <laughs> okay, how did this happen? How did this go did down? It? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me it just happened. How did it happen? So 
so she just, you know, one thing led to another, and um, then she started, I did act like, was it in my house? Yes. <laughs> in my bed? Yes. I was like, what? Oh, God. She goes and says things that I don't think any wife wants to hear. Well, I, you know, with my husband, it was I don't care about your husband. <laughs> you know, well, when I was with Miguel, it was uh, different because I couldn't feel my husband. I don't, I don't care. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, help me. <laughs> Tell oh, me at that Lord. moment. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, exactly. So now I'm saying to myself, because you have an issue in your relationship, mm-hmm. you took an opportunity yeah. <laughs> to get with mine. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when Apostle and I, we had our come speeding and fast-forwarding, the Pastor and I had a conversation concerning this, and I think uh, he and I shared with you um, and Anthony that once we communicated, we started to talk when um, when nobody else was around, and we just got to really communicate about mm-hmm. what was transpiring during that time. We were like, oh, my, mm-hmm. that's what they said? Well, let me tell you, this is what they said. Mm-mm-mm. And what they were talking about concerning you and what they were talking about concerning me. And then mm. even to the point he said, no, because, of course, I had my questions for him, too, because I'm like, listen, she shared this, that, and the other. He said, no, I didn't. I'll be truthful with you, but I don't think we need to keep going down this road. This was at the beginning. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. we don't speak about those things now because we have resolved those issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about it, but it's not like trying to find new information out. You understand what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's no need for that. Mm-hmm. It's no need for it. So, mm-hmm. but he said, the way that everybody was trying to make it seem, it wasn't that way. She actually pursued me. He said, even to the point where I'll be working, she said, where are you? Where are you working? And I'm like, huh? She's like, oh, because I'm in Lakewood. Oh, why you? Like, oh, yeah. I almost said. I said because she couldn't sell her husband. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. <sighs> so she said, so when they were trying to put it all on me, she was the one coming down here because she mm-hmm. was the one. Truthfully, so she was the one who drove. His mm. license was suspended for a period. And he okay. was then. You know, so, okay, he may leave from work and go to the house or something of that sort because there came a point in time that he wasn't no longer staying out. He was mm-hmm. at home. So it was as if it was done. But no, she mm-hmm. was traveling here. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So with all of that, I said, okay, here we go. God said, okay, this is what I need you to do. I'm like, I ain't do jack to this woman. She never my husband. I ain't apologize to nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what happened? Did you? 
<laughs> she's like, please tell me you
He sat in the chair. I sat across the table from him, and I said, I just want to share a scripture with you. It was the scripture that God gave me and ministered to me. And I read it uh, with Bathsheba and David mm-hmm. and how he basically, we understand, with her husband, sent him out to war, put him on the front line so that he would be killed because mm-hmm. he basically lusted after the man's life. I said, one thing I learned out of all of the heartache that I've been through over these, over these, I don't even want to say few months, but over these months, is that you did not sin against me, but you sinned against God. When I said that, it was like a metamorphosis. It just, his face, oh. it was a different phase. It was like a baby, a little boy, a man. I just looked at him, and his forehead was going back. His face was changing. He just broke down and started crying. Mm. And I just sat there. I just sat there. I didn't say anything else. And, oh, God, thank you. Because I tried everything in my own power, my own strength. And this is what I learned as far as overcoming. Every mm-hmm. time I tried to overcome an obstacle in my life, I tried to do it. It failed. Mm-hmm. we cannot overcome anything without God's guidance and his direction. Mm-hmm. So when I did that, I just sat and I saw, and he came to me on his knees, got oh, me Jesus. about the chair, and grabbed around my waist and cried. I mean, he wallowed. He wailed. Mm. He just said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And I said, okay, all right, honey. I said, okay, and I'm stroking his head. He was like, no, but I'm sorry. He got up, and he said, I'm going to call her, and I want you to listen in. He told her, he said, whatever happened between you and me, it is no more. I don't want you to call me, and I won't call you. I'll respect you. You respect me and my wife and my marriage. I mean, he went on. Okay. Okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the young lady and her husband got a divorce. Um, <laughs> that wasn't for a possible myself, praise God. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the one thing I always said that I wanted my marriage. But that very night, <laughs> what do you think this joker want to do? Like, of course. Of course. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's the prime opportunity. Okay. I said, God, come and touch his name. And I laid there. And God said, don't reject him. I'm saying to myself, God, don't reject him. And do you know, right after, God said, you are with child. I know. Right after that. You I are knew with child. They say you're pregnant, not knocked up. He said, you are with child. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to, you know, oh, God. So two weeks later, I took a pregnancy test, and mm-hmm. I was pregnant. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> Imagine if I just despised it all, exactly. rejected it all. Say, so you go your way, I go my way. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about anything, even to the point of him being sorrowful to say, you know what, not tonight. You, you, you know what, you're in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. You need to wait right. a little bit. We need to, but God said, don't reject him. And 
Mm. Hallelujah. I can speak in tongues on that Yes, one. yes, yes. And I said, had that not been that mm-hmm. which I prayed for, God has right. reasons. Yes, yes, yes. That was something I had to go through in order for the outcome to be what it was. So I am overjoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say yes. count it all joy. And I count it, you know, all joy. It don't feel good. God never said that it would. Mm. But you can't have joy because you know that it's God working it out yes, for your yes, good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. My God, my huh. God. Um, I want to say two things. Mm-hmm. First thing I want to say is you you gave two different comparisons, okay? okay. You have um, overcoming when you're out of order. And then you have overcoming when you, you know, you're doing what I done and did what you told me to do. And yet and still, I have to go through some hoops, some, you know, leaps and bounds and things oh, of that amen. nature. Amen. But the result is different. Um, when, you know, you, you, we're always going to be led to success because even with cutting off, you know, the relationship with, um, you know, Mr. Love, um, the result is you know, still a success for you. But when you compare it to when you get in the, you know, right position with the right person, um, the success is just beyond amazing. You overcame through it all. But even with two different comparisons, you have two different results. And it all directs back to letting go. You had to let go of um, you know, that old situation. And then here you are, you have to let go of another old situation. But you gained. And that's the one thing about overcoming. We always gain in the end, no matter what. So we don't put, I, I don't know, you know, how much you want to go into the book. I'm going to write it out. You can say, going to take this out. I'm not going to say Alvin Calhoun from Lakewood, New Jersey. It's not going to be all of that. Okay, but we're going to talk as if they would have to figure out, if if somebody were to read it who knows the story, they would say, well, I think that's so-and-so, but the way it's worded, you don't really know who it is. And, you know, I'm going to say, you know, relationships and not there was a relationship I had or, you know, things of that nature. So we're going to put it in perspective and um, go, you know, that route. The second thing I want to say is, you know, I do a lot of, you know, listening more than talking in in these types of calls, and um, people become very transparent. But I think we both have had experiences with people from Lakewood. So at the end of the day, you know, you don't really know me, and I don't really know you. But we're getting, you know, to know each other. And I bless God for the connection. I believe that it's going to be a bond. Um, And then, you know, if you want to say the circles that we are familiar familiar with, we're familiar with the circles we, I don't know everybody you know, you don't know everybody I know, but you know Anthony, I know Anthony. So it's, you know, different people, places, and things can become familiar. And that may make you hesitant to tell me some things because at the end of the day, like I said, you don't know me. 
And then it's like, oh, God, I don't need this to be Lakewood. I don't want it to be, you know, I thought it was going to start out this way, and then it ended up over there. I can't tell you that I'm not a leaky bucket. All I can do is show you. But what I will say is that, again, um, your story, if I could say it matches mine to a T, if I could tell you that we got married in two months, God gave me a dream, the number and the name, and I heard the voice. And while he was out there, the cell phone bill came in. I called the girl. I said, let me speak to Anthony. Click. I said, thank you. That was all I needed. And I called her back. I said, if your address is so-and-so-and-so-and-so, if I got to come over there, I promise you, you and him are going to be sorry. She said, what do you want to know? I said, everything from start to finish. Get to talking. When I tell you that three years later, we're at the same job, and I had to minister to her and her husband, okay, to the point where she would throw jabs, you know, because they want to tell you the truth, but they want to throw jabs. I asked them to, to leave you. He said he said he wouldn't. And then it was, um, well, you should you should have known something was going on because my son, Niles, at the time, he said, Mommy, I had a dream that Daddy was kissing another girl. And he said in front of Daddy, and I said, and so did I. <laughs> so um, he went back and told this young lady that, and she said, God speaks through the mouths of babes. If I could have came through that phone on her, mm. and God was tapping me this whole time, I ripped up every picture, cut up every, because he loves the games, the, the, you know, consoles, cut up every controller, wire, everything you could think of. And I sat it all on the porch. He did not come home for three days. In this three-day period, my nephew, who was 11 at the time, told me that his whole family had a meeting about me, and they talked about me like a dog. And my husband just sat there. He didn't say anything. Three days later, he came home. I don't know why you're doing this. You're acting crazy, this, that, and the other. And me being a violent person that I was, I leaped on him and helped him understand. Now, I done calm my nerve, and here you come all up in my space, upsetting my calm, you know. I had boiled water to throw on him. My mother had to come from New York. She said, do you want to go to jail? I said, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was absolutely absurd to the point where I said, this is what I said. I said, the devil is here, and I welcome him. I was wroth, wroth. And I kept feeling God literally tapping on my shoulder. And I said, nope, I'm ignoring you. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Nothing you got to say, God. I'm ignoring you. Finally, I heard him say, but what did I do to you? I said, Okay. Let's talk, Father. What is it that you want? Because I know you're going to tell me something I don't want to hear. And he helped me to understand, long story short, that he had to be first. And that after him, it was not my mother-in-law. It was to be my husband and things of that nature. And um, 
I was angry because it seemed like he pointed everything back to me. And I said, but God, that is unfair. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm taking care of the stepchild. I'm doing that. That is unfair. And he helped me to understand that, no, it is fair because you know better. And if you don't know better, you know different. So you have to lead by example. And when you don't, I have to come in and stop what I'm doing in his process and correct you. Because I can't correct him and then give him an old you. I can't make him a new creature in Christ and give him an old you. That's not going to work. I said, okay. I did not fall in love with this man for almost two years. Almost two years. I was like, God, I hate him. I really, I, I was like, I can't stand up. Look at him. I don't want to touch me. No, nothing. And one day he said, um, we need to talk about forgiveness. I said, God, I know, I know you're not talking to me about forgiveness. The way my stepdaddy beat me and that dude over there molested me and that one raped me and this one broke my heart. And I, I know, I've forgiven all. I mean, went down the line. And he began to say some things. He said, if you saw that man in heaven who violated you, could you hug him? I started shaking. Tears just came from everywhere. And I said, why would you let him in? He said, because if he repents, I have to forgive him. This is, the, this is my law. And you'll be standing on the outside looking in for unforgiveness. And then I said, but God, I can't. And then he gave me a vision of this man's past where I saw him being sexually violated by a man as a little boy. And I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? And that was my first lesson in unforgiveness. And then I was able to, you know, do some other things. But it was in that moment that he taught me, you have to pray for your husband from my viewpoint, not from yours. You're praying for him, my husband, my husband, my husband, but he's my son, first, foremost, always and forever. And when you start praying for him that way, you're going to get the changes you needed. So when you started talking about you were at the table and you said to Apostle, it wasn't about me. You know, you didn't sin against me. You sinned against God and how it changed everything. Bishop, same thing. When I started praying for that man as a soul, just considering his connection to God, everything started changing for the better. Now, I will say, I tried it. I said, God, I'm done getting out of this relationship, printed up my divorce papers at work. It was Good Friday, okay? And um, I had money on my card, but I had to wait till Monday to get a second deposit or something like that. Anyway, long story short, um, the lights, electricity, I couldn't get finish it on the computer. I said, that's okay, God, because I'll be back on Monday. Now, my, my whole gripe was, okay, yes, I know you told me to stay with him, but he's not saved. And how can I follow a man who won't follow you? So that is my out, okay? Never went to church with me. Would cuss me out getting on the elevator to go to church, cuss me out coming back. Play here my gospel music playing and tell me to turn that sugar honey iced tea off. Um, I'm getting the kids ready. 
we go into church and he comes and lives on. He says, well, where y'all going? And I just looked at him. I said, where do you think we going? We do this every Sunday. Don't act stupid. So he says, can I go? And I said, for what? Ooh, just, I was just, for what? I was like, you're going to ruin my good time. I was like, well, you got 10 minutes because I'm ready. <laughs> just rude. Going down the highway, totally ignoring him, this, that, and the other. We actually went to, um, I think it's Living Word Fellowship over there in Neptune. And um, um, at that time, I wasn't deep in the ministry, so I didn't know any craziness that they had going on. But it served its purpose. Short-lived, thank you, Jesus, but it served its purpose. And I don't want to present anybody any kind of way. But I'm saying all that to say I told God on Thursday, tomorrow, tomorrow, which was Friday, I'm leaving this man. I'm done getting out of this. Legal Zoom got the whole kit for a couple hundred dollars. (laughs) Left it up there printed, couldn't get through to it, whatever. We sit there in church and tears start flowing down Anthony's face. I mean, out of nowhere. And I'm like, here he go. <laughs> That's what I'm like, here he go. Ought to be crying. You know, just real disrespectful in the service. Thank you, God, for being so patient. And um, they asked, now, mind you, you know, we were married, but I wasn't living right. I wasn't really giving my all to God like I know I should have. And they asked if anybody wanted to be saved. And he got up, like he moved forward to get up, and then he sat back down. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is serious. I said, you want to go up there? He couldn't even speak. He was so overwhelmed. He just shook his head, yeah. And I was like, oh. God, let's go. We'll go up there together. Now they're praying for him. He gets saved. And they said to me, you want to rededicate your life? I'm like, look here, lady. You don't need to be in my business knowing that I ain't right. Just come on and pray for me. It's a mess, okay? You want to rededicate your life? Yes. We both standing next to each other. He's getting saved. I'm rededicating. And then I was disgusted with God. I had to be honest. I said, you tricked me. I I said, you tricked me. I said, you knew that I was vacating for one and one good reason, and you changed that within a weekend so that by the time I got back to my desk on a Monday, I have no reason. None. None. And it's been... Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Been the best (laughs) thing. I can't tell you, God. I'm like, God, thank you for saving me from me because I would have, oh, my God, oh, my God, thank you so, so, so much. So I'm I'm sharing that with you because, like I said, you don't know me and I don't really know you, but we both know Lakewood. So, <laughs> you know, that could be Yes, yeah, the truth. So, you know, Lakewood will have you, you know, in the head and make you think everybody. Ain't ain't no truth in nobody and nothing. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I can tell you I'm not a leaky bucket, but I'll show you more than anything. So I'm only, I'm, you know, sharing that with you so that um, we have that exchange. Because you wouldn't want me going around, you know, talking about it like, 
oh, let me give you the tea, as they say. And I'm sharing that with you in exchange to say here, I'm being vulnerable because not many people, if anybody at all, know that. So I know that you trust in me. I want to, you know, give you that and um, for us to have that exchanged. So that's why I'm telling you that, okay? Understood. But I definitely uh, have a confidence in as well as, you know, a, a trusting type of a connection with you already. Okay, so I all right. Feel, I feel the same. I just didn't know, yes. you know. Yes, but I do appreciate that. I definitely do. But I just want you to know that I don't see you as that. Had I, I would have just said, yeah, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. I overcame some things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right? But um, I just, you know, I really feel that as I, I shared with Apostle, um, mm-hmm. and I snapped a picture of my book. Um, I think I was sharing uh, with you last week as, as far as the release date in June. Yes. And so when I was sharing with Apostle, I was like, oh, and, you know, 666. He's like, okay, and it's a date. He said, I look at it as the phoenix. He said, mm. and what you experience. And what could have left you for dead? It's almost like the phoenix and you coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're still here. Mm-hmm. But in my uh, notebook, I wrote in there, and it was June 2012. And I was mm-hmm. like, God, I said, something is happening June 2012. That's what I had. I said, something is happening. Oh. In the month of June, I said, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I said, it's something great. It's something that's going to change just even the course of my life and yada, yada, yada. But remember, that was the opportunity that I had before. I had still. And when I shared with the pastor, he was like, okay. I said, do you understand what this is? He said, um, explain it to me because evidently you got the revelation. <laughs> so I shared with him how before uh, the woman, Grace Corpus, that I shared with you about and how she assisted me, almost like a transition coach at the beginning, and she was helping me. And I remember just even as I was typing up my notes on the bottom of certain pages, it was like meeting with Grace tomorrow at 1030 or Mm. uh, a phone call because she was assisting me at the beginning, making sure, okay, I want you to write three pages. I want you Mm -hmm. to do this. Okay, tomorrow you set up a meeting with the Holy Spirit. Mm-mm. Excuse me, where is there's no interruptions. It's just you and the Holy Spirit. Just sit, allow him to speak. And there were times that he would just speak and I would just write. Mm. So I had even in there, excuse me, she was talking about publishers, editors, what you have to have prepared. And I'm saying, mm. wow. And so I, she was a little disappointed when I went back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, did God tell you that? This was, I mean, the most serious. I mean, she was always serious uh, about the things of God and just progression and moving forward. Mm-hmm. But when I had the next conversation with her and I told her I went back to work, she said, mm-hmm. what? Did God tell you to do that? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I need insurance, you know? Mm-hmm. So kind of lost touch after that because I believe okay. her purpose was to help me birth it out. Okay. 
And that's where I was thinking, even that June, I missed it. But that's why I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, Mm, God, mm, I cannot mm. believe that. So I know, and that's why I'm not not holding anything back. Mm -hmm. I believe that God has truly placed you, yes, as far as the new destiny, the ministry, but I also hope that God has placed you in my life for a purpose. And I'm embracing that purpose. So okay. I thank God for you. <laughs> yes, and I, you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, um, just, I'm, I'm just thankful. I am very, very thankful and grateful to you, your sensitivity, even when you spoke the word, when we all went out that night. And I said, okay, God, I may have put it down. I don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. It, you know, is it this? Mm-hmm. I just stepped out on faith to say, I'll pick it back up. I don't know, but I'm believing that God is leading, and I just have to trust that this yes. is the time for it to come forth. Oh, this is the time. Now, that that June um, 6, 2012, that's what you said, June 6, 2012? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those years. You know, I mean, you split up 12, and you still get a 6. I mean that's just amazing. That. You, okay, it's that is amazing. Oh wow, amen. Okay, so Stop everything. It. Okay, all right, because I already I I will buck up any. Now y'all ain't seen me dance, but my God, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's that's no coincidence. That's a setup. Oh, mm, mm, mm. That is something. I, I didn't even think of that. Okay. Yes, that yes, I yes. Up in here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Turn up. Shake this whole place. But um, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's, uh, it's just amazing. It is just amazing at um how God is so faithful to make sure that we don't miss it. And this time, it's all the, it's all the way. It's just all the way. And I want to do everything within my power. He already told me, I want you to write their books, the, the first two. I don't know if he said another one, whatever he want to do. But I saw two books on the shelf, Apostles and yours. And he already told me, I want you to write those books for free. Okay, Jesus. You know, I, I got a lot to do, but if that's how you want to roll, let's roll. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, th- I thank God. I'm just honored. And it's, it, you you would never know your story by looking at you. I can already tell I'm going to be messed up by the time it's over. But you would never, you would never, you just wouldn't know. You just wow. wouldn't know. So, oh my gosh! And the similarities. I'm like Jesus. You got to stop amazing. this. This isn't it crazy? I'm like you're just a little. I mean, really? Do we all got to work together? I mean, this is just really something. How does that happen? Crazy. Only <laughs> God can do Only it. God. Yes, God. yes, yes. It is. It's. It's really something. But um. So many similarities. I mean, even just you just have no clue. I gave you one, but it's just it's just crazy. So, 
So um, let's continue. Okay, we have relationships that we talked about this night. We're going to bring that out in detail um, um, in the book. I want to, next week, I want us to talk about um, places and things that you had to let go of or overcome, Um, whether it be a state, a town, sometimes, you know, a move is required, uh, a change is required, you know, jobs, what have you, whatever it is. Um, I do want to talk about, um, because we talk about people, but I want to talk about places and things that you've had to, you know, overcome if, you know, that's there and if the Holy Ghost want to go that way. It's up to you, G. But, um, you know. Yeah, I had to leave yeah. the Lila's bed, but that was my moneymaker. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Where were I'm you? Just- I was messing. I said, yeah, I had to leave Delilah's den. That was my moneymaker, but you know. Uh, okay, they ain't ready. Uh, how could you imagine? No, could you imagine? I tried it. I just, uh, my friend said, I'm, 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 I got something for you to wear. I'm coming. I said, okay, good. I'm ready. I'm going to make this money. Child, all of a sudden, I got tired. I was like, I can't even keep my eyes open. She said, me neither. And I was the one that was going drunk. I said, within a half hour, Jesus, oh, you some kind of funny. You know, thank you, God, because I, I was more the I was more the Tina Turner. I'm your private dancer. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, my gosh. If they only, they only knew. They only knew. But, um, okay, so we're going to do this again next week. And if anything changes, you let me know and vice versa, okay? Okay, sounds good. And that would be the same day at the time, day of the week, Thursday? Yes. Let me look at this date. Let me just, I just want to look at this date because I don't want to say something before yours. Okay, the 28th, yes. So it'll be the same time, same number, pin code, everything. And, um... Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll um, talk next week and then. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to look at this calendar, so we'll talk okay. then. Okay, not a problem. God bless y'all. I love y'all so much already, and um, I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, God bless you. All righty, bye bye. All right, bye bye. Okay, let me see.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.